Oh, just uh, experiencing a new culture, you know, new, uh, new, um, you know, I've never even never flown overseas before. I've never been to Europe, so I would love to experience that. I've always wanted to travel and kind of see the world. You know, I've always wanted that, so you know, that'd be an awesome experience just to see, you know, another, another part of the world. You know, it'd be cool to eat a real bratwurst, <laughs> right? And what is up, all you sloppy syndicates? Welcome to another episode of that sloppy syndicate show. Uh, we have none other than Donella Drive in the green room, coming to pleasure your ear holes. Hopefully, we can make your ear holes just a little bit moist tonight. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, a little jealous uh, about the mullet that we have backstage. I thought I had a good mullet, but let me tell you what. Uh, so when we bring him on, let's give him a round of applause, not only for the music, but for his mullet. And we'll see if we can't get him to do a mullet shake for us. So without further ado, the man that puts my mullet to shame. <laughs> What's up, guys? How you doing? What's up, man? How's it going, man? Yeah, I almost canceled the show because of that mullet, you know, making me look bad. <laughs> no, <I'm just> like... <laughs> Sorry, bro. Yeah, yeah. Just it's a fresh cut, man. Been rocking it for about a week now, and, and uh, it's, it's pretty much changed my life. Yeah, I dig it. I dig it. Keep it growing. Keep it growing. Uh, so yes, this sir. is uh, Danella Drive, uh, based out of San o San Antonio, Texas. Um, so tell the fans out there a little bit about the band, what you play, um, who's Andrew, who's Aiden, vice versa, who's Aiden, who's Andrew, and uh, you know, let us know who you are. Yeah, I'm Andrew. I play bass and. I'm in a band with Donella Drive with my brother, Aiden. I'm the younger brother. I play uh, guitar and I sing for Donella Drive. And uh, obviously the mullet, um, the <laughs> babe magnet, um, brew guy. And yeah, and Landis on drums were a trio. Unfortunately, Landis isn't with us today. He's dead. <laughs> no, nah, he's just at home. He's at home. Yeah, it's like uh, <laughs> you know, as soon as you get on stage, it's like, oh, it's the Aiden, Aiden show now. There's no band, you know, with that mullet. But um, yeah, so how'd you guys get your start in music? Um, I've been in bands since I was, oh man, I think I played my first show when I was 13 years old, so a long time. Mm -hmm. And then um, Aiden's been my, you know, I, I started teaching, I teach him when he was maybe like eight years old how to play guitar. I, I showed him what little I knew, and then now he took it to this whole other level. We just have a musical family, yeah. Man. We, we, we have a uh, all our family plays, and so naturally we just kind of picked it up. And um, you know, um, he always played in bands growing up. He he's uh, nine years older than me, and uh, we started actually started Donella Drive about ten years ago. We started this band when I was seventeen, and yeah, we've been mm -hmm. we've been at it for ten years now. So it's just uh, yeah, we've been doing it. Yeah, and you've had some huge success. Uh, you, you've opened up for uh, bands such as Megadeth, Deftones, um, some huge acts mm -hmm. there. So um, I don't know about you, but I'd be shitting my pants open for uh, Deftones or even Megadeth. Um, so tell us a little bit about that experience. <laughs> we did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we actually, uh, I remember a little bit after the show, we actually got to talk, speak with uh, Chino for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Catering. Right. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I would have uh I would have been like starstruck, just like you know, <laughs> complete silence, like a you know, super awkward, but uh, <laughs> I mean, that, that's... 
Yeah. I mean, that's no, a he, huge he accomplishment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, was, so. he was totally very stoned, very sleepy. Right. So is that why you were tired, Aiden? I know you said you were tired before the, you know, before we got on. I'm just playing. We, we, we don't have to discuss that. Anyway, uh, let's keep it moving, that's folks. Keep it moving. So, uh, <laughs> yes, but um, phenomenal music. Um, you guys are also, uh, tell us a little bit about um, what you guys are competing for right now and you're in the finals for. Well, right now we're, we're in this competition called the Battle for Vakken uh, USA. It started off as kind of like a regional battle. We, we went up against bands in, in San Antonio. And uh, um, there's th these battles have been going on all over the country. Um, I know there's one in like in Los Angeles and the Pacific Northwest and, and like uh, Ohio, I believe. And uh, Seems like mostly the West Coast. Like the West Coast. Yeah, seems like the West Coast, yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. And, um, and then so we won the San Antonio round. We, we against all the regional bands and then we made it to austin texas it was during the last day of south by southwest um mm -hmm. we won that one in austin which was the uh, texas final. Texas okay final so, but it was more like um like a texas and surrounding states because there was bands from albuquerque that's yeah, right yeah uh, there was a band from albuquerque there was a band from denver that's um, right, yeah. There was a band from El Paso, which is still well, Texas. That's still Texas. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, there's there were pretty much Texas, Amarillo, Lubbock, and then kind of some surrounding um, bands from surrounding uh, states. And we won that one. And now we're playing the uh, Viper Room um, this Vaughan. this Saturday on uh, in West Hollywood uh, for the finals. And if we win uh, on Saturday, they're going to send us to Germany to open or play. I don't know if we're going to open or not, but to play the the Valken Festival. Uh, it's like Slipknot, Judas Priest, Limp Biscuit. Uh, one of my personal favorites at the Gates. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just a big, huge metal festival. It's like three days long. Um, yeah, and hopefully we'll, we'll get that opportunity and, and take 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 it all the way. Hopefully we survive. Yeah, and then on top of that, I, I think if we win um, this Saturday, we'll, we'll be representing America. So we'll have battles over oh, yeah. there in Germany as well. We're fighting. Oh, for super us. cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So it's like uh, the music world war battle, you know. Exactly. So, uh, that's, pre that's pretty cool. That's a huge accomplishment, um, especially coming from uh, Texas, which is tech. I mean, Texas is like six states combined. Uh, we know how big yeah. Texas is, but, um, you know, even uh, Austin, I mean, Austin has such a huge music scene and a music presence um, to be in the finals. That's huge. So uh, congratulations on that. And uh, yeah, I mean, I couldn't be more stoked for you. I can only imagine how, how the butterflies in your stomach are at this point. But um, yeah, you guys are going to rock it out. You guys uh, <clears throat> have killed every show you've done so far. Um, you know, it's a pleasure to have you guys on here and uh, just kind of shoot the shit with you for a little bit. So um, take us back to, um, you know, 2017, uh, you had the Feel, Feel Better single, and then 2020, the Bloomer album came out. Uh, so let me just say, uh, Danky Kang, not Donkey Kong, Danky Kang, um, <laughs> and Means to an End are probably my top two songs on that album. Um, oh, but wow. let us know about the gap from 2017 to 2000 uh, or 2020. Um, were you guys just focused on music? Did you guys step back from music? What did you guys do? Well, okay, so before 2017, we actually were a, a female-fronted band. We had a, a four-piece also. Yeah, we were a four-piece also, and we had a female singer. And we put out an EP uh, with her as well in 2015. Anomalous. Anomalous, yeah. And, and it's not on our Spotify right now, but you can get it on our, on our band camp. Um, so we had her in the band for about two years, and then from, from 2014 to 2016-ish. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then you know that lineup kind of fell apart, and uh, we we were still doing Donella, but um, you know it was really uh, kind of I don't know, I want to say it was not as serious, I guess, for a while. And we had we had a recording from our old sessions when we were when we were doing Anomalous. We had another song. That's what Feel Better is. Mm-hmm. It was a song that we didn't finish. We decided to just uh, try and sing on it just to see what would happen. Uh, actually, he sang on that one. Mm-hmm. It's the only track he ever sang. And, I do uh, backups too. Oh yeah, <laughs> well, you do. Uh, main vocal, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, we put it out there, and it's, it seemed like it, people really responded to it. And then uh, um, we ha- we had a guy, Stephen, who joined drums, and uh, at the time, um, and uh, yeah, we just kept going from there. I would say 2018 was the first real real year of this band, honestly. Awesome. And uh, where does the name Danella Drive come from? It's actually, we used to rehearse off, uh, there's a street in San Antonio called Danella Drive. We used to rehearse on, the, we used to rehearse on this street called Thousand Oaks. Well, we would always see Danella Drive on our way to our rehearsal. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a name, I don't know if it was supposed to stick or not, but it was like it was a like temporary a, name. <laughs> it was like, yeah, it just sounded, you know, like, oh yeah, that sounds like a, like a, I guess like a band name, like a generic band name or whatever. Yeah, we didn't. And, uh, we, we didn't want the like people to know like when they heard our name, like what kind of band we were. We right. want them to kind of check it out for themselves. Yeah, and, like, not, okay. not assume anything by our name. It's funny because we we had another guitar player in the band years ago, and that was actually his idea. He named it, and we just kind of carried the flag. Or like, why you know, naming a band already kind of sucks as it is. So we right. just like <laughs> kept, kept going with it. So yeah, we're here. We are like ten years later. Yeah. All right. I mean, uh, <laughs> there's uh, I've heard uh, weirder ways to get your band name. So, uh, <laughs> you know, 10 years it's stuck. So, uh, I mean, I wouldn't change it now. So keep going. Um, so, yeah. And uh, so with the 20 to- 2020 album, obviously, you've had some huge success. Um, so what, uh, you know, obviously, we had the pandemic kind of slowed us down. But uh, what's in the future for you guys? Obviously, you, you're, you're battling to play uh, the the Wacken, Wackenfest. I'm horrible at pronunciation, so I apologize. Um, but what's beyond that? Do you have another uh, EP coming out? Any singles? Yes, we do actually. Um, we have another EP coming out. Um, it's a. Uh, it's called Kalos. We have a name for it now. Kalos is the name of it. Um, we should be. We're maybe releasing the entire thing sometime, maybe in August. But the first single will be coming out in June. It's a four. It's a four track EP. And, um, and, um, yeah, that's really about it. As far mm-hmm. as like the new, we're, we're in the process of writing even more songs now, uh, with that we have a new drummer and, uh, maybe even plan- planning on doing some tours. So we're, we're finding ways to stay busy for mm-hmm. sure, but that, definitely. That's one thing we was trying to set goals for goals for ourselves. Cause that's how things get stagnant. Yeah. And, uh, so what's the best way that we can support, uh, Danella drive? Uh, you can support us by following us on all social media. We're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, you name it, TikTok. Um, just give us money. Let's be, <laughs> yeah. Let's be real here. That's how you really support us. Give us your money. Yeah. Well, if uh, I mean, we, for Aiden, I mean, if you want to, you know, if you want to front the band, Aiden, I mean, all you got to do is an OnlyFans with mullet shakes. Oh, man. <laughs> just yeah. shake the mullet. You know, that's like right. ten bucks a month, and you know, you get right. all unlimited mullet shakes. You know, I mean, you'd be a millionaire, so. Um, but that's yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a little pissed off, Aiden. If you can't tell, I'm a little pissed off, but um, I'll get there one day. Yeah, now, is it naturally curly, or 
did you permit? Oh no, natural man, all natural. Or from our from our mama's side. <laughs> super jelly, super jelly. All right, mm-hmm. enough of the damn mullet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, um, yeah. So, what are some of your uh, major musical influences? Kind of growing up, um, you know, that kind of pushed you. You know, obviously, you're from a musical oriented family, but what um, what band or bands kind of pushed you to? form you know donnell drive and say hey let's pursue music definitely i would say uh you know well we were really into you know metal music growing up and stuff loved metallica and pantera and stuff and uh i would say the band that like i i feel like uh really really like made me like want to like play music was uh, at the drive-in and mars volta you know um those guys you know really blew my mind and and uh and uh, you know, Mike Pat, finding Mike Patton's stuff, you know, Faith No More, Mr. Bungle, everything that he did really, really inspired me. And so, yeah, same, pretty much listen to the same thing, right? Yeah. Or brothers too, by the way. So yeah, uh, yeah, we, we, we were jamming the same thing. <laughs> so it's like yeah. you're listening whether you like it or not. So shut up. Yeah, so. yeah, you don't have a choice. <laughs> well, I was telling you, dude, check out this. I remember giving him Relationship of Command. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it blew his mind. Yeah, Mashuga, Mashuga, <laughs> and yeah. Gates and Dark Sour and Dark it's Sour, a mixture yeah, of definitely. it's just a mixture of whole like not just metal and it's all it's all we're all over the place to be honest. Yeah, same here, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Um. So what's up, E? Thanks for joining us, folks. If you have any questions, do not hesitate to throw them in the chat uh, for Danella Drive, based out of San Antonio, Texas, and we would do our best to get them to answer that question or your question. Uh, but yeah, so um, Jefferson Starship, I uh, you know. Growing up with with my dad, my dad's a, a big metal guy, and I've probably said this story on episodes previous. I don't remember. I have so many damn stories I can't keep up. But um, you know, he'd rock out to Megadeth, Pantera, Jefferson Starship, and uh, we used to live out in the country on a dirt road, and nothing but cornfields and soybean fields, you know, for miles. And there was an intersection about a mile down our road, and uh, my dad used to call it "Shoot the Moon." Yes, this would probably be child abuse and reckless driving back in the day, but uh, this was, you know, when things were cool and, you know, at 12 years old, you drank a Bud Light or smoked a cigarette, you know, but anyway. Um, right. <laughs> you know, so I remember the old Fox Body 5.0 Mustang, and uh, we'd be cranking the music to Ted Nugent, some, you know, some heavy metal band or some metal band, and uh, he would shut the lights off because at this intersection, and this would be at nighttime, at the intersection, it was like a hump, you know, where the, the two roads, the dirt, two dirt roads connected. So he'd mm-hmm. shut the lights off so he could see if any cars were coming. And mind you, this is a 5.0 Fox body Mustang, you know, the cool ones back in the day. And he just guns it and hits the, hits the lip and we just go airborne. And all <laughs> I remember, I would always be in the, like the trunk of it, the little trunk that it had. And I would just be like, woo you know i'd float up and then smash back down so yeah that's my cool story back in the day so you got that, um, that dukes of hazard origin yeah. right? <laughs> that's probably where i get all my crazy antics that's probably why i've broken so many damn bones in my life but uh what's up ellie thanks for joining us uh archie mundo thanks for joining us uh, archie tried his first budweiser at four bro uh yes nice. um i don't know how old i was but i do remember i ate a cigarette when i was like five <laughs> I, did, I, I did that yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's when, you know, people smoked in the house or, you know, you're at a party and, you know, you could smoke around kids and drink around kids. And I'm stupid old me. I just walk up and I'm like, oh, let me eat a cigarette. Don't ask me why, but yes, <laughs> I ate a cigarette. 
<laughs> they smell funny. I, I think that's how I tried uh, vodka for the first time. I was in like first grade. I remember there was like like an after party, like the, the remains of an of a party at my at my house, and I poured myself a cup of Kool Aid, and I couldn't remember which cup it was. There was, there was cups everywhere. So I grabbed a random cup that I thought was mine, and it was full of vodka. That was my dad's <laughs> cup, bro, honestly. Yeah. yeah, that was my dad's cup. Yeah, I, yeah I'll, I'll never forget that. Yeah, we were stupid. Um, you know, my my folks used to work late, so I would um, invite my, you know, my nearest friend, uh, Chris. He was two and a half miles down the road. That was my nearest neighbor and my nearest friend. So, um, you know, where we grew up, we had like uh, field cars, you know, just little junk cars that we could drive around the field. So, you know, when our parents were at work, we would sneak to each other's house in our little field cars. And, uh, you know, he would always come over and, you know, we have a, we had a liquor cabinet. And I, we, I mean, we didn't know what we were doing. We would just take like, okay, we're going to take peppermint schnapps and mix it with orange juice and just try to get drunk. And then we'd always fill it back up with water. And then obviously, you know, once you fill it up with so much water, you know what happens, you get caught. So, um, yeah. yes, so many stories as a kid. <laughs> they're like, oh, yeah. They're like, this shit tastes like water. What the <laughs> fuck? It's all watered down. Put water in here, damn it. <laughs> Right. And, and obviously as a kid, you're like, it wasn't me. I don't know. You know, and they're, they're not dumb. You know, we thought they were dumb, but they weren't dumb. But, uh, they did, yeah, they did good the times, good thing. times. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, uh, past or present, um, who would be one person, uh, that you would want to share the stage with collab with, or, you know, anything with? I'm going, uh, probably, I mean, and this is a loaded question because I have so many myself, but if I had to pick one, I'm probably going to say Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash would be cool. That would be a great, yeah. Yeah. And we're probably pretty much the same as Patton Omar. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's like the fangirl choice for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I probably would have to agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I I got the same. Yeah. Sure. Maybe, maybe Cliff Burton too. Cliff Burton, yeah, okay, yeah, Cliff Burton for sure. Those three, Cliff, Patton, and Omar. Yeah, yeah, he died too young. Yeah, um, man, yeah, that's a really good question. Yeah, I wish I I had like the the answer that I really want to speak for my soul. No, those are ones. Those are solid, but uh, I think I think there's some something else in there. I, but that's what I got to think about. But yeah, we'll go with that for now. I say Cliff Cliff Burton. I like those. I like those three. And, Ar- um, and Archie Mundo said uh, he's feeling Dio today. And if I'm correct, Archie, don't you play guitar? Um, you were in a band at one point, if I am correct. Um, so, hey, maybe you got a future in uh, some, one of these bands, Archie, if you stick around. And uh, we'll try to hook you up. You could be a guitar player. Me, I'm just going to be the drunk, uh, funny MC that takes care of your gear. But, uh, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> Dio would be sick, too. I love yeah. Dio. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Hold it, yeah. <laughs> it yeah, it. So, um, you know, with your, yeah, obviously, oh, drums. It was drums. Okay. Sl- I'm putting my nuts on your drum set, Archie, but whatever. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, you know, so. It's a tie. <laughs> <right? laughs> um, we're, I don't know, we're probably not the same age, but we're close in proximity. Um, you know, so how do you think, uh, you know, I grew up with thinking a cassette, player not a cassette player a discman you know a little sony discman was pretty cool listening to cds on the bus um 
And then it went to MP3 players and MP3 players were so expensive that you could barely afford them at the time. And then obviously they got, they got cheaper over time. So what was your main source of entertainment as far as music? Did you have a cassette player? What did you guys have? Oh, dude, my first recollection of music I had, uh, I was in kindergarten. This is like the early 90s. And I had a, a, a like a Walkman cassette with Ride the Lightning in it. I was jamming that at five years old. And Whoop we'll, we'll, There It Is. And, yeah. yeah, I had two cassettes. I had I Ride the Lightning and Whoop There It Is. And I would rotate. <laughs> <laughs> Tag team. Yeah. Tag team. And back again. Right. Yeah, and I was little, man. That's like that's like the first two things of music I, I remember enjoying. Yeah, I had a yeah. I had an MP3 player actually. I would say I had a CD I had a CD player. I don't remember how I had it. And then I had like I think I a Faith No More CD, like the Faith No More Greatest Hits. And I would listen to that, but then I got an MP3 player later on, and and uh, yeah, I, I caught the edge. I caught the end of that. I think that technology, for sure. Right. We're like, I remember getting my first phone, the Nextel, uh, the damn big yellow brick, and I mean that thing was indestructible. But I, like, we look at phones nowadays, and like it's so easy to like. I mean, it's like a mini computer. Back in the day, you had to, like if you wanted like C, you had to th- hit number one three times for C. And like texting mm-hmm. back in the day, it was not as cool as it used to be. You would just call him because you didn't want to spend twenty five minutes going through all these damn buttons. But uh, yeah, it's just crazy to see how <laughs> how the technology has advanced. And you know, I mean, I think we're pretty fortunate coming from that and just seeing you know the we, both we sides of the right. Yeah, we had the pleasure of playing NES and, and Sega and stuff like that. And nowadays, it's like, I mean, you're essentially in the video game, so. Yeah, right, yeah. It's weird, man. Like, uh, well, it's funny. When I started texting, that's when I got that. I got the, was it that the flip thing? The, what was it called? The Razor. The Razor. The Razor, right. Yeah, I had a Razor. That was where, where I got. And, uh, yeah, man, it's just, yeah, it's weird. Uh, my, my girlfriend's son, uh he has the VR headset and it, he has like the Spider-Man game where you like, it's like you, you're like Spider-Man swinging around the city and it made me sick. I was like, I can't do this shit. <laughs> like, I, I stop at like Mortal Kombat or, you know, like, like I'm like, that, that's kind of where it is. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, definitely, so definitely uh, we got the best of both worlds on that one, but um, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I thought we got cooler stuff. Like and, yeah. and, and and now I have an NES and we are we're way off a uh, topic of Danella Drive but whatever we're having a good time and I like I I got an NES I'm a big collector of NES games and let oh, me yeah. tell you I like even now like I don't know how I played it as a kid because I literally want to throw the damn remote at the TV like now and I'm, I'm a lot smarter than I, I was back then at least I I'd like to think so but anyway uh, yeah it just it's so aggravating because you're like come on like i played this as a kid like how did i do it so. oh it's like ninja gaiden man uh, uh i had i remember I, I had the ninja gaiden game and i only beat it one time and i went back to it a few years ago i was like fuck this game this game's <laughs> fucking bullshit like yeah like i'm playing i'm playing literally days of thunder like now and like i can't get past the third track i'm like how did i do this when i was younger like i can't yeah, beat the time. i don't know how whatever but it's still fun yeah. to have that nostalgia factor uh so archie says when those mp3 players came out i had finally got a legit anti-shock cd player that's a bunch of bs like every anti-shock cd player i got never worked maybe because yeah, i lived on a dirt road and it was bumpy but it always skipped no matter if oh, it was yeah, no shock or not so i don't even know what that is yeah I, I had one what's that I don't, yeah I don't know it was, just, it was like a like a like a compact 
CD player. Like it was like I don't know. They're just the small ones, right? Yeah, the small ones, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah okay, right. And they were supposed to be anti-skip or like anti-shock, which was anti-skip. They skip no matter what. The so. They would skip. Yeah, <laughs> fucking bullshit. Yeah. Uh, you're smarter, but thumbs are way bigger. Okay, we'll take it. We'll take it, Archie. <laughs> I appreciate it. That man <laughs> but, has um, yeah, so uh, what is your favorite song to perform out of all the songs that you guys have written or uh, produced as of now? It's tough, man. Ooh, I got a couple. I really love Ozel, the song Ozel. That one's that one's like one. that song is like uh I really feel like uh got we kind of we kind of dipped our toe toe more in conceptual like conceptual songwriting. It's, to me that's a very conceptual like just a just a conceptual heavy metal song. That's why it's fun for me to play. And uh like you know, it's like there's like it's it tells a story. That was like my first chance like First chance I actually got to like write lyrics like as a story, um, because I've I've only been writing lyrics and singing for a few years now, um, so like I'm still pretty I'm still kind of a beginner at it. And so that song is really special to me because it's like I feel like I came more into my my own with that song. And then I, I would have to say Monochrome Dream is another song that like, I really love playing live, and I, I love how that song came out. It's all bass heavy and. And I think it's a really, I think it's really clever. And, yeah, yeah. I would say for me, keep you waiting and, and uncertainty of now. Oh yeah, uncertainty is fucking yeah, badass. Those yeah. songs, they're so yeah. fun to play. The riffs are fun, the bass lines are fun. They're yeah. just really cool songs, yeah. and they people, both have they both have really cool bass parts. Yeah, people just get down. <laughs> yeah. Whenever we play uncertainty, like all the headbanging, the mosh pits start. Yeah, yeah it's sick. And then that that outro of the song is just, it's 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 one of the coolest parts we've ever written. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, and, and honestly, I don't. There's not a bad song, um, you know, of any of the music that I've listened to. But I don't know what it is, Danky Kang, yeah. Danky Kang. It's gonna stick in my head forever. Danky <laughs> Kang. That's what I'm gonna listen to. Uh, Ellie says, "Remember hit clips?" I do not remember that. Uh, that might have been a little before my time, Ellie. But refresh our memory. Let us like know a, what the like hell that is. Good. It's not that, that little late chip 90s, thing. early. It was like a early. chip thing. Yeah, a little tiny. And you put it in and it yeah. like Britney Spears or something. Yeah, it was been like top 40 kind of boy band. Yeah, I, kinda, I remember that kind of vaguely. Yeah. I think I was a. Yeah, I don't remember that. I was poor, so I didn't get the fun stuff. Like, no, I'm just. Oh, I, 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 I saw people with it. That's yeah, you saw the other guys. <laughs> yeah, saw other people with it. the rich it. kids yeah. with it. Yeah. 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 Remember those stupid, uh, what were Tamagotchis or I don't know. It was this little keychain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. stupid pet. Yeah. Yeah, yes. mine died. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's like we look back and everything is so stupid that we play. Like, we could have been a millionaire just by making a keychain yeah. that you had to take care of a damn turtle. <laughs> right. so, you know, so I, I never had one, but I saw people with it. Yeah, mine I, was I like, remember. <laughs> at Game Boy Advance, I got really stuck on Game Boy Advance and like uh, Pokemon and and like more and like little Mario that that was on there. I had yeah. a, I had a Game Gear. That's game Gear, yeah. <laughs> Sega, Sega Game Gear. <laughs> With Mortal so, Kombat, that's it. You know, you know, as far as the music, um, you know, what do you want your fans to know about uh, Danella Drive? Something they may not know, something they may know, or future fans may not know. Um, what is something that the fans don't know, Drew? What do you think? That we're awesome, and they, they need to listen to our music. <laughs> They need to listen to it well, all the time. Wait, if they're fans, they know that. Okay. Uh, let's see. And what is something that we work our asses off and 
We well, argue so much to make these songs so good. Yeah, we, yeah, we do, we do <laughs> we, fight a lot. Yes, yeah. That's, that's a fun fact. I don't know if that's necessarily like a fun fact. It's not but fun. It is, a, it is a fact, nonetheless. Yeah. A lot of fighting. Um, All right. Uh, who threw the guitar first? Probably me. If I'm yeah. 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 I'm more patient and calm than me. He's, he's the angry one. Yeah. <laughs> Got so much anger. Yeah. So much rage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. You know, uh, San Antonio, um, how is the music scene out there? I know uh, recently, you know, with everything kind of coming back to life, um, you you can't really book a show at this point. It's uh, super saturated because everyone wants to play. Um, are right. you seeing a lot of that in San Antonio or? Not at all, man. I'm seeing shows everywhere, yeah, like yeah, yeah. everywhere. And we actually just had a show like we, we had a show uh, last Friday on the 29th. And we only had maybe two weeks' notice to book it because we were trying to have like a fundraiser show. Yeah, to and, get it to help us get out yeah, to LA. And, and we booked that pretty fast, but their shows, it's crazy. It's like the floodgates open, like for real. Like there's so many bands playing. The scene is probably bigger than ever, honestly. There's yeah, so many I, bands. I would have to say, yeah. yeah. And, and we, we're actually, one thing I am proud of for Donella, we're. One of the few bands that actually survived the pandemic and released during the pandemic. Yeah, we wrote during so, the pandemic. Yeah, we we, we stayed busy because. And being brothers, she didn't kill each other, so that's a, a plus. <laughs> right, that's a plus, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. But yeah, I know uh, down here, you know, in Central Florida area, there's a six seven month wait, you know, at some of these venues just to, um, you know, just to play a gig, and um, you know, some of these bands and not some of these bands, some of these venues, obviously, you know, smaller mom and pops have closed up, you know, because they were two years without, you know, bands and, you know, any kind of business. So, uh, you know, there's a ton of bands in Orlando, obviously, but um, not enough uh, venues to play at. So, wow. you know, there's a good wait. And, uh, you know, and that's why I like to ask because there's some, you know, like L.A., uh, they're like, yeah, we, we can't we can't play at all. Like same thing you know they're six seven months out and just things like that and i know austin is a huge music scene so i you know i wonder if that kind of trickled out to like san antonio and kind of the surrounding texas areas because they couldn't play in austin so it, it seemed like once like the okay was you know you can shows can happen like, like i said it was like a explosion like just there's so many shows going on everywhere even mm -hmm. even new venues you know all these kind of underground venues yeah, yeah, more. There's actually been more venues opening up mm -hmm. too. Yeah, so that's been nice. Um, and um, and yeah, no, we were we've been playing Austin more often. Austin mm -hmm. is a, it's a, it's a funny thing because we we feel like okay, we'd like to go see other music scenes. Uh, we'd like to go be a you know because we want to be a national band. We want to we want to go and tour everywhere. But it's always funny because we always hear the same thing, even from bands that come through here. They're like, oh, y'all scene's amazing. You guys have the best scene and blah, blah, blah. And we're like, oh, cool. Bro, like, for real? Really? <laughs> yeah, like, for real? Like, all right. Yeah, yeah. cool. We've heard that. Even, even from the bands in Austin, they're like, the San Antonio scene is so great. We're like, oh, wow, cool. We're yeah. <laughs> we appreciate like, it. You know? You're like, yeah. take me on tour then, damn it. Like, come on. Yeah, right. <laughs> For real, yeah, shit. Uh, hook it up, dog. <laughs> oh, yep, yep. Archie Tamagotchi's uh, would poo all over and die because you forgot to shake it and feed it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> those stupid damn things. <laughs> I hated those <laughs> things, but yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, 
obviously you're in the running to play out in Germany at the, the Wachenfest with Slipknot, some huge bands. Um, don't go to the Amsterdam while you're over there, the red light district, stay away from that. You're too young. But anyway, um, if you could play like, not if, when you play over there, you know, in Germany, what are some of the things that you're looking forward to seeing, doing, you know, things like that? Oh, just experiencing a new culture, you know, new, uh, new, um, you know, I've never even never flown overseas before. I've never been to Europe, so I would love to experience that. I've always wanted to travel and kind of see the world. You know, I've always wanted that. So, you know, that'd be an awesome experience just to see, you know, another, another part of the world, you know. It'd be cool to eat a real bratwurst. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. I don't know, whatever, uh, drink beer German <laughs> German German beer, beer in Germany yeah. some, some or, or whatever I think it's Hefferweizen I think that's the big thing over there. yeah Hefferweizen. that's the, the big American yeah, maybe that's the big American thing but um yeah you can go to beer fest is that Germany I think Germany's beer fest right yes, yeah that was beer fest yeah, yeah. Okay. so the whole thing is we're trying to get to Germany because of beer and sausages so, All right. so you heard it right here they want to go get the beer they want to go get the sausages <laughs> they may marry a german bride and bring them back home but so how can we make your dreams a reality so for the the is there an online voting process how can we support you to make your dreams come true honestly there's i didn't i know it's gonna there's been judges at every competition so i mean at uh, this yeah. point, I'm not really too sure. Like, I don't know if it's an online thing. I've just seen um, just comments on our stuff and say that you love us. I guess. Yeah, just every post you yeah. see from that, like, go follow them. Go follow the, the Vakken. It's called Metal Battle USA. Go to the page and just please, like, you know, spam. Nah, don't do this. Just, just give us a follow. Yeah, give us, just, just <laughs> give us a follow. And, uh, yeah. You know, yeah, follow Donella Drive and – all the instructions will be there. And when they go to the finals, make sure you're in the chat. If they have a chat and say, Donella Drive wants to go for the beer and the sausage and to find a German wife. Yes. Like, <laughs> and deal. Yeah. There you go. So, like, yeah. We're just uh, simple men. Yeah. Drink so many beers, you might get the wrong kind of German sausage. <laughs> <laughs> what happens in Germany stays in Germany. Right. We don't talk about that. So. <laughs> I haven't been to Germany, so, uh, you know, take the opportunity and enjoy it. So um, we're about uh, at the end of this episode, folks, and uh, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. It's been a pleasure having you listening, and hopefully we pleasured your ear holes for a little bit. So any final departing words uh, from Danella Drive to the fans out there? Yeah, just please just follow us on, like I said, all, on all social media. Everything is uh, at Danella Drive on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, on Facebook, on uh, TikTok, and then my personal Instagram is Drew Nobly, like Ginobly, but Drew Nobly. Mm -hmm. And then Aiden's is uh, what's yours? Escalante Sauce ninety five. Yeah, Escalante Sauce. I I just post memes and shit. So yeah. if you like if you like shit posts, then I'm the guy to follow. <laughs> Escalante Sauce ninety five. So my final departing words: just start posting pictures of your mullet. And you're going to be like, you're going to be worldwide, worldwide famous with that mullet. So until next time, folks, remember, keep it sloppy. And I hope we pleasured your ear holes.